0: person you turn to when you need advice the person who gives you confidence and strength the person who's been your biggest support the person you shop with ask their opinion and trust them implicitly for me it's hi ma
1: hi Dell. as a mother and daughter we know we have a close bond but each mother
0: and daughter relationship is unique and different and that's exactly what we want to explore each week we'll sit down with mothers and daughters and talk about their bond, from the ones who work together to others who have survived, shared passions, overcome loss, and in general have a great relationship that is worth sharing. This is Mothers, mothers and Daughters, daughters Podcast. Podcast. Happy Launch
1: Day, Mama. Oh, that's so nice. Very exciting. It's very We've exciting. Set, set a date. Near Mother's Day, which seems to be the appropriate. Time to do our launch.
0: Yes, exactly. Finally here. I know many of you have been waiting very eagerly for us to finally sit down and launch. So here we are and welcome to Mothers and Daughters podcast. Of hopefully many, many more. Many more. So it is just before Mother's Day and we are really excited to see what the men in our lives have got organized for Sunday. We were just talking about it and- I don't know anything.
1: I don't don't know anything either.
0: I'm hopeful. You'll see it on stories on Sunday. We're hopeful that breakfast is happening. But probably as usual. We'll end up doing breakfast. Yes. 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 Which is fine because that's what we do as mums. We just take take over. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We also have some really beautiful messages from some of our audience who wanted to share special messages with their mums for Mother's Day and so thank you to everyone who submitted them. It's just really nice that you wanted to give a shout out to your mum just ahead of Mother's Day. Hopefully everyone's got their presents organised. I do. I do as well. Yeah but you won't find it till you won't be getting it till Sunday. So we'll start with the first message from Allie. Happy Mother's Day Linning. Marley and I love you so much and appreciate you every day. Thanks for all the unconditional love. Hope you have the best day being spoiled. Thanks, Ali. So nice. From Lisa. Hi, mum, whose name's Alana. Happy Mother's
1: Day. You are seriously hands down the best mum. Thank you for all that you do for
0: all of us. We love you so much. Lise, PC, Dilly and Harley Bear. so nice.
1: Thanks, Lisa.
0: This is from Chelsea, and you'll actually hear Chelsea and Louise in an upcoming episode. My hero, my rock, my world, happy Mother's Day to a superwoman, AKA my mummy. Thanks, Chelsea. And this one's from Burning. My mother is one of the greatest loves of my life. I feel so lucky to have such a strong, powerful figure in my life. That's so sweet. Very nice. From Casey, shout out to my mum Sally,
1: sorry I can't be there for your special day. Sending love and hugs from Tel Aviv, thank you for the huge support you give me in everything I do. See you soon when they let you out of Oz. That's hopefully, lovely. Shame. Yeah, That's, hopefully soon. Thinking of all those mothers and daughters who are separated by countries and obviously um, by, sadly, what we're all going through with the pandemic, that, yeah. you know, everybody's able to get together. And I guess, you know, we are so lucky that uh, we are able to. And so thinking of you all
0: who are not able to be together. Yeah. Hopefully you all have a lot of FaceTime time and fingers crossed for next year,
1: yes. is hoping.
0: So we're going to kick off our first episode today with Sophie and Wendy. They were so lovely. They're both acclaimed actresses, Australian actresses. We should be very proud to have such amazing talent. And they were just so giving of their time and also their careers. It's just been amazing. Yes, yeah. Wendy uh, is my age and... Uh, obviously
1: um, has been involved in acting, uh, whether it's on TV, uh, theatre, and it seems to be also coaching yeah, as well. teaching. Teaching, teaching and, yeah. um, and is still doing it as well, which is amazing. Yeah. You know, had a wonderful career and they were, yeah, really interesting to talk with.
0: Yeah. And it was really nice, even though Sophie followed in her mum's footsteps, it's not like Wendy forced her into it. It was very much natural. natural, And and Sophie found her passion in it and then obviously very much supported by her mum to go ahead and and forge her own career, which she has very successfully. Absolutely. So we look forward to uh, you listening to that
1: lovely interview of their journey together as mother and daughter.
0: Yeah. Enjoy. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. We'll be hearing back from you hopefully very soon and you'll be hearing from us, Every Monday. It'll be every Monday going forward. Thanks again for all the support. Yes. Happy listening. And uh, yeah, look forward to any feedback, I guess. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. Thank you. You too. Welcome, Wendy and Sophie. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, It is such an honor to have you both um, and talk about both of you being in the same industry going into acting and you know you got both had such amazing careers both in television and Wendy for your theatre so let's start from the beginning. So my first question to you Wendy is uh,
1: coming from Rockhampton where your parents were farmers and ran a bakery how did you get into acting? Oh
2: I don't know um I pestered my mum for ages and ages and ages. Apparently, when I was three, to go to ballet. Gosh! So I started life as a dancer. But we had an amazing lady in Rockhampton, Annie Simpson, who ran a um, weekend drama class, and I just was called Rockhampton Little Theatre. Oh, sweet! And uh, that's where I started. And um. Yeah, and I was going to be a dancer, but then I just—I was never going to be a prima ballerina because I'm really short, and um, I think I just kind of lost the. I didn't want to work that hard.
0: <laughs> it is a lot. I mean, i mean, de- I'm the hardest worker I know. I mean, I was going to say your your biography alone <laughs> is just so pages impressive. and pages. <laughs> so I, I don't think that's the case, but it is a lot of dedication. I used to have to do three hours on a Saturday of ballet and. That mum had to drag me a lot, <laughs> so I understand that theory. But I don't think the hard work part is definitely. That's not your ammo. You definitely work very hard. i Yeah,
2: I just think I, you know, I just think uh, I wasn't as passionate about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and if you got one life, and want to do something I really. And I, I kind of ran out of energy with ballet.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. So uh, when, then, when, when when did you, re- did you realize? Put in my ammo. Yeah.
2: Well, I got into NIDA. I was going to go to either the Australian Ballet School or Tonida. Um, and I got into NIDA and I just it just kind of rolled, mm. you know what I mean? It wasn't like a conscious decision. And I went
0: there and it was great. I just had the best time. It was really good. Wow. And did you stop doing ballet when you went into NIDA or did you keep going? You did both at the same time. No. Like
2: I dance in yeah, I dance in shows, um but I certainly didn't work like I
1: used to work at ballet school. Well, I guess clearly, I suppose you were just and a natural.
2: Woman. I, I went back to Nida and did, uh, yeah, did a postgraduate course in movement studies. So I, I taught movement, and uh, and I was really interested in, in making actors feel very confident about moving because most actors, you say, all right, we're about to do a dance routine, and you just see them; they just go blue. Mm. They go, no, 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 I can't dance. I can't dance. Mm. You go, yes, you can. Everybody can. It's a learned skill. Mm. <laughs>
0: And so, I feel like Yes you can. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie needs lessons. That's yeah. her that's her way of reaching out saying she needs lessons. I I mean I yeah. feel like people who act, they always have this like it's always amazing. They can always either dance or sing. It's just like they've got this amazing mm. ability, whether it's maybe because they're sort of more keen to learn it or it's just a natural talent. But I feel like yes, the they very much go hand in hand acting. Singing, dancing.
2: Yeah, um, you know, and people in musical theatre, they're phenomenal. Just the people on Broadway, you watch a Broadway show and you just go, oh, wow.
1: That can do and everything. That's, yeah, that's a nice. different
3: Like styles yeah. of, of talent and, I mean, I only have half of one of them. <laughs> I, I would never be in musical theatre because I can't sing and I can't dance, but I, I look at people in musical theatre and just that's, that's the... You know that I, I have all respect for them. They're amazing. Well,
0: That's such weird. a talent. It is. Oh, we, we always enjoy going to music. Oh, I love music. Musicals. Oh, it's so can, good. Can
1: you actually sing, Wendy? Can Can you sing? I can sing, but I wouldn't
2: call myself a professional singer. I've sung in shows. Yeah, wow. But I can't. I would never audition for a musical. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's still. having Unless the confidence was, to sing know, is a, still pretty. A impressive.
2: Speaking, talky Yeah. No, I love singing. I love it. I don't do as much of it as I used to, but, um, I just really admire people who can sing well, like, um, Renee Fleming and people like that. Just, oh, if I could sing like that, I, um, I heard her singing something the other day. I think it was something for, and someone showed it to me on YouTube, um, for the opening of something in America a few years ago. And I just sat there going, oh, you know, so I really, I love singing. I just, I wouldn't audition for a musical. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I shudder at the thought I've done many a terrible, terrible singing audition and, you know, worked with a vocal coach and been just so anxious about going to able to sing and forever they will be burnt into my memory. And I wake up sometimes at night shuddering with recalling these awful auditions like, oh, terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say, well, speaking yeah. of auditions, yeah, did... Your mum, obviously, she influenced your choice, your career choice.
3: remember always wanting to be a part. She always taught um, drama and I would go along to her classes and I always wanted to be a part of it and I wanted to perform. And I, I just loved it. remember her always saying, are you going to be an actor like your mum? And her answer was always flat out, no, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> um, but I, I think it wasn't also, it was never this kind of, oh, I want to be an actor dream. It was also like, mum, it was this natural thing that just happened. I love drama, I love performing, love playing and I just I had a lot of fun with it and it was just something that I felt I was naturally good at or you know that was my strength and in school that was what I really excelled at and it just it came easily to me and um, finally I, when I actually became a professional working actor I, I kind of lost that confidence a lot um, because in high school, it was just this kind of like ingrained thing in me that I felt that I was really good at. And I think going out into the industry, it's actually quite scary because suddenly you're faced against, um, you know, Other a people. much bigger pool of talent.
1: Well, I've seen um, you act and I think you're amazing. I think you're wonderful.
3: Say, <laughs> it certainly keeps you on your toes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I guess it's a craft, obviously, that, you know, you just never stop learning. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think
1: you're in trouble if you think that you You know everything. everything. Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: And it was probably a good thing that maybe your mum didn't force you because you found it, you know, you have your own passion for it. And in a way, it drives you even more when you've got your own passion rather than it being forced on you. Like you obviously knew you had confidence if you needed to, to go to your mum for maybe advice, but at least you knew you found the passion for acting on your own.
3: Absolutely. And mum's always been my absolute biggest champion. She helps me with every audition. I call her over to my house two times a week to help me. She's always been very much like allowing me to run my own race, make my own path. Um, she actually really encouraged me to go to university, which I didn't want to do and get a degree and have a backup. And that was, you know, a fantastic decision. And I, I, I really thank her for that, but I'm so happy that I've also got her in my love
1: um, as well. That's great. What 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 did you do at uni?
3: I studied film, but I went to UTS and I did a Bachelor of Arts, Media Communications, and I majored in Media Arts and Production. So I looked at the whole um, – we did film studies and we did film history and we did production studies, so we learned everything behind the camera and there was a lot of practical aspect to it as well, which was invaluable in um going out into the industry and actually understanding – how things are made on the other side of the camera, which you don't actually realize, you know, it's one thing standing in front of a camera, emoting to your heart's content, but there's so many, there's such a huge technical aspect to it, which you have to be really, really um, confident
1: with. Oh, that's to, wonderful. What a, what a wonderful skill. Yeah.
0: So having a university degree probably helped you on set because you weren't just reading from a script, you actually knew what everybody's purpose was.
3: Absolutely. And I think... When when you when I started out as an actor, as I said, it was it was kind of just a very natural thing. I didn't have any idea about the technical aspect, which you learn a lot at drama school, which I didn't get that training. So I was always coming from a very um, emotional place. And I, I always felt quite truthful in that. But going to university, I learned how much it is such a collaborative experience. And you need to know where the camera is. You need to know um, how to work with sound. You need to know... How to work with lighting. You need to know what, you know, what the script is trying to say. You, you, so many things that, they're, that are going on that it's not just about your performance, it's about knowing how to hit a mark and really working with everybody on set to um, all work together to get the shot, to get, to tell the story. So it was amazing to go to university and actually get that training and learn everything from behind the camera and in front of the camera and also learning from, you know, production perspective to learn how to produce, how to edit, we, we got the whole package and that's been
1: invaluable. In wow, how wonderful.
3: Yeah.
0: And Wendy, did you notice that Sophie had a talent from the beginning and you were just kind of playing it cool so she didn't, you know, think you were forcing her into the same industry? Look, it's
2: really interesting. Um, I've taught a couple of friends who have kids the same age as Sophie. I taught a few of them at this uh, young actor studio at NIDA and Sophie has the same thing. It was so lovely because none of them have this – Uh, self-consciousness that I had when I first went to acting school and they have an ability to just drop into a role Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying not to speak to like industry speak but they you'll give them a task or it's an improvisation or you're even if you're working on a scene and they're just there like immediately and it's so lovely to watch because I was so self-conscious it took me till maybe the end of second year at acting school to just go, oh, you know what, I'm just going to throw all this away and do what I want. Mm. And, you know, it was just, it's lovely to watch them just be able to be in the reality of that scene very quickly, you know, and that's so exciting to watch actors do that.
1: Is that what you do now or do you still do a lot of acting? What What do you?
2: Yeah, um, I'm much better at it now than I used to be. Um and I think, you know, I'm almost getting the hang of it. <laughs> you know, yeah, pretty. <laughs> um, it gets better and better actually, you know, and it is true, you never stop learning and
0: I think in this sort of time when there is so much content and people yeah. are so desperate for more content, I think there yeah. is there is more work out there and I think it's great to not sort of say, "Oh, I've reached reached an age where I, you know, I don't need yeah. to work, you know, I don't, I, I'm, yeah. I'm out of that loop. And I, I think yeah. it's the reverse. I think, you know, so many people are, are continuing to do, you know, period pieces. And I think it's, I yeah. think it's great.
2: It's very exciting. Um, you know, there's great opportunities around and, and, and Australia has been very lucky during the pandemic. Yes. We've continued to work, yeah. um, you know, and we are continuing to work. So it's just that thing of, um, being excited by what you do. And I think we're very lucky to be able to do
3: that. I think that. you've played some of your most incredible roles in the last few years.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's amazing. <okay>. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, yeah, it's been great. It's been really good, really good. And I've been so lucky. Has that been uh, what theatre, television, uh, film, uh, like uh, everything?
2: Um, film, uh, not so much film. I did a great TV series called On the Ropes uh, that Shannon Murphy directed, um, who did the film Baby Teeth. And On the Ropes was about uh, female boxers. It was so mm. much fun. Um and I work with my um hero, Keisha Castle Hughes. That took me all of the shoot to say to her that she was one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. And I burst into tears oh. when I told her. Um, That's not <laughs> Because I just love Whale Rider. It's just it's the most extraordinary film. And um Yeah, and then doing a lot of Shakespeare. I've been so lucky working with a theatre company called Sport for Jove Theatre Company and, uh, yeah, and doing amazing plays like The Crucible. um, We did eight hours of um, The Wars of the Roses uh, four years ago. We did the entire cycle for a summer season. It was just so exciting. It was really hard work, but it was so exciting.
1: What a talented mother you have. (laughs) Absolutely. Must be very proud of her.
3: I am I am, and every everything that I see here and she's my greatest inspiration, and I always tell her that, and I'm just <laughs> constantly blown away by, by how different every role is that she plays and the 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 strength and um passion and dedication that she brings to every role that she plays, and it's just it always blows me off my feet every oh,
0: time that's so oh, nice. that's so nice. Each other's motivation. That's so nice. I mean, when you obviously your your mum wasn't in the industry. So what do you think was your sort of who was your motivation obviously before before Sophie came along and became your cheer squad? Oh (laughs)
2: Um Uh I had some amazing teachers. I was very lucky. Uh very lucky. You know, you know how when you go to school you have that great English teacher or that great Mm -hmm. maths teacher and all of a sudden You love maths, or you, you know, I was just so lucky. I had three teachers at uh, NIDA George Ogilvy, George Whaley, and Aubrey Miller, who just changed my life because I was a kid from central Queensland. And I thought, as soon as we did our first Shakespeare, they were going to kick me out. You know, they're going to find out that I actually couldn't do it. (laughs) But they were just amazing. (laughs) They were just amazing, you know, And, uh, and they got me to read stuff and go to theater and, um, Yeah, it was really, really exciting. It was really exciting. I think they were my biggest influencers. And my first agent, he unfortunately died, but Bill Shanahan was just like a, he was like an icon in our industry and everyone still misses him. And I think about him every day. He Mm. just guided every step of the way with me. He just was there for any decision and and uh, and when he was in the room negotiating a deal, I used to have to walk out because I think I'm going to mm-hmm. lose this job
1: because he was just
2: so like he was really he was astonishing. is that So wonderful. I was very lucky. Very, I was very lucky. I you think, know,
0: yeah, obviously had good, good people. people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good people. Good around. people. <laughs> yes, I
2: had good people. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, so I did do a bit of digging on IMDb, <laughs> and. Is it true that you both worked on the Saddle Club together? Oh, we, we did. did. <laughs> we did. That was so my cool. first. Yeah, that
3: was my first gig. My first, and I just saw Screen Australia posted about that the other day, saying it's been twenty years since Saddle Club, and now oh, I wow. feel so old.
0: Gosh, Gosh, I hate when they do those years. things like that. Wow. It just yeah, I don't <laughs> like those. I don't like those numbers. It makes yeah no no, no. Uh, no. yeah. No. But that,
3: that that was my first job, and Mum came on. Um, and played a, a nasty horse steal. Didn't you?
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, a horse. I was the baddie. It was great. It was great. It was so much fun. I got to work with um, Graham Weir, who was the head of all the horses on Lord of the Rings. And it was mm. before he went across to Lord of the Rings. And I worked with this trick horse. And she was astonishing because she had to rear up and come down on either side of me. And I just felt completely safe with him. Wow. It was wonderful. Do amazing. you remember Sophie used to take the horses to lunch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they fall asleep so, on your shoulder. Yeah, oh, yeah. And because, so, nice. so Yeah, he, he had this great thing. He used to say he was very much that, you know, you got used to the horse and the horse got used to you. So you were responsible for the horse that day. So we'd all go up to catering and you'd take your horse with you and, you'd, you know, you'd be having the reins and getting you food. And I remember one day my trick horse was she was really tired and she put her head oh, on my shoulder. So and all of became a, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay,
0: a little yeah, bit heavy. Not, then I was going to say that's not a light um, acting partner to have.
2: No, <laughs> she was. She was a big horse too. She was beautiful. She's very, very gentle. And he started. He. You can see it in Lord of the Rings. They do a whole um, episode on the in the um, appendices in the backstories. It's a way of training horses with this very long. And very light whip, and it's not a whip as such, but he just taps her, mm. and she would get used to the tap. So the tap would be jump, the tap would be stand still. So he didn't have to be in the shot. I learned so it was just one episode, and I learned so much on that episode. Wow. It was Mom very exciting.
3: Absolutely obsessed with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> like, couldn't tell. Never met a bigger Lord fan Lord of the ring. And- in your entire life, goes every like triple marathon watches. She's seen them all, I think, 30, 50 times. She goes from start to finish. We went on the Lord of the Rings tour <laughs> in New Zealand. Oh,
0: oh that's So nice. How wonderful. She
1: speaks
3: Elvish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very dedicated, dedicated to I Lord am. of the Rings. Do you do you find because I was listening to I can't remember which actor was talking about it, but watching TV, do you find that you can separate and really enjoy it, or do you watch it and then you can see, oh well, this must have taken X amount of time to get to, or you know they needed this person and this person to make up the shot. Can you enjoy content, or do you do you feel like it's work?
2: If I'm really in it if I'm really invested in it I forget about all that stuff if I'm not invested in it let's go oh that's a terrible shot <laughs> yeah. I, think, I
3: think it comes down to like I'll go and watch an actor that I love's performance to go and see the performance but then or if the film is really bad you just sit there and you just start critiquing everything and just going you know it's distracting um when stuff's going wrong but when stuff's going right that's the magic of film and television when you forget that you're watching a show and you're so invested in it and you're so immersed in it and you go on the journey and you're there in the story and you're moved by it, that's when everybody's doing their job properly and that's when it's working. But when it's not working, you just sit there going, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> how did this get made?
0: So okay, we'll come to you for for film recommendations yeah. then because if it's yes. moved you, then it's definitely good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess, can I ask, do you watch
1: yourselves a lot? or? Uh, never. You, no? Is that funny? So Not, many, uh, so many do you watch, seem to
0: say that. And do you watch each other's though in case?
1: Sophie's really good
2: at it. I It never looks like it feels, so I never watch it. Really? I, never. I do.
3: I think nowadays that we do a lot of self tape auditions, mm-hmm. like a lot. Um And it used to be the casting process was, was that you would get called into a casting office. You would do an audition and you don't know how it went. You just kind of get two takes. That's it. You're done. Now with technology and also with COVID, there's been a huge increase in actors taping themselves at home. Mm. And part of that process is you have to self-edit and you have to pick a take and you have to send it off. And mum is amazing at it. Mum just comes in, shoots one take, two takes, and she's done. Doesn't want to watch it. Send it off. Me, I sit there and mum has actually helped me get Not this to. down I used to do 50 takes going just one more time just mm-hmm. one more time because what are you going to do differently yes. <laughs> and now I'm kind of down to it there's a few more than one or two but you have to be able to self-edit and pick a take and it's it, I have to watch myself a lot and you, if you've done more than five or six takes you drive yourself insane watching for what was different mm. at 31 mm. seconds what was different there so I think you need to just be really committed and confident in your choices and make really strong choices and just get the shot and send it off. Because at the end of the day, it's a two minute.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's small and then you can obviously psych yourself out of it if you're always self-correcting.
3: Absolutely. But then, yeah, so I do end up having to watch myself a lot and you, you get really sick of looking at yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have, have you actually ever been in, in anything else together? Oh, yes. Um, um, the SNP.
3: Oh, yes, we yeah. did. We did a short film together um, two years ago um, that went to Flickrfest.
2: When did. you were pregnant with Dylan.
3: Yes, but nobody knew. Um, oh,
0: nobody knew. That's Love right. that. Love when they do that. Um, did you carry a big <laughs> handbag as well? I love when they do that yes. on sitcoms. Yes. <laughs> oh, <No>, I know.
3: <laughs> strategic, giant bag. It was, it was bag. a short film about um, a couple that were going to, um, were tossing up whether or not to get pregnant. Um, oh, that's really that funny. was going to happen a vasectomy. to me. It was quite funny. It did really well. And um, then Mitzi made that film and the mum played my
0: mother-in-law. Oh. Yeah. oh, that's it. see, that would be very <laughs> interesting because I was going to say, have you ever wanted to sort of obviously play her mum? But that might be difficult. But playing her mother-in-law might also have been a bit of a challenge.
2: It was fun. It was really fun. I think it would depend on what you were doing. I wouldn't want to play Sophie's mum in a fiction. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of cheating.
3: Yeah. I'd love to. It- you wouldn't be able to, I think you wouldn't be able to create, I mean, we would, but to create that um, fictional relationship because you would naturally bring so much of your own relationship. And, I mean, it would be very complicated to separate yeah. the, two, the two if you're creating a history for this mother and daughter and not have it influenced by your own history.
2: And I would love to work with so, would but I wouldn't necessarily like to play a mum in something.
1: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That was our next yes, question. Like, would you consider <laughs> yeah. developing a project oh. together? That was oh, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, it, definitely. yeah,
2: yeah. It's um. I've yeah. About that, but yeah, it, it mean, would be you'll lovely. You'll get there. You'll but, get there. Uh, yeah, I just think if we were playing mother and daughter, it might be a little bit. bit I don't know. I mean, it might be if it was comedy. I think it would be different. Mm. But yeah. if it was a drama, I think you—that's kind of cheating because. It's so lovely to watch people create relationships and you go, oh that relationship was fantastic, you know, and they're not you know I mean my go to at the moment is that beautiful short series um unorthodox oh
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: you know it was only four episodes, but the relationships that that young female director managed to create were just heartbreaking I know they and were it's
0: beautiful it's one of those series that you just want to, you just want to keep watching, you know yeah. Oh, yeah, you know oh, I mean, need to know what happened. Yeah, what? <laughs> yes. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, but I don't um, think they did. Yeah, no, yeah, I think they did more.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was a one off, and it was completely beautiful. And, yeah. But none of those people were related, and you kind of love that as an audience and as an actor. You go, "Wow, that's wonderful what mm. they created." So I would feel like maybe if we played mother and daughter, we'd be cheating. <laughs> I always find it really interesting. I'm trying to think of
3: an example of when you find out that. Um, you know, Kate Winslet was directed by her husband yeah. Um, yeah. in a film. When you see a husband and wife on camera or brothers and sisters on camera, I, I don't know whether anyone else would do that, but I'm immediately watching them and trying to um, pick apart their relationship. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it, you're very aware of it. You're going into it going, this is a real husband and wife or this is a real yeah. um, brother and sister, father and daughter, and, and that distracts me.
0: Takes away, takes away the authenticity it, of, just, of the craft.
3: Yeah. I'm seeing people that don't know each other come together and create mm. a relationship, mm. as mum said.
0: What do you, I mean, have you ever sort of sat down, is there anything in particular that you've always come back to and gone, oh, we really should do, is it a drama, is it a comedy? What would you think you both would like to work on together?
2: I think Sophie should write a comedy. She's a very good writer.
0: Oh, you write <laughs> as well? Gosh,
2: yeah, multi-talented. It would be no. She's a great writer, but at the moment she's got two little babies yes. who are hilarious. But um, I'm <laughs> all, sure
1: all-consuming, as you would know. Yeah, yes. Yes. Well, I, yeah think that, I think yeah. that leads into Jordana's
0: next question. Oh, uh, yes. I, I mean, what has it been like working? I mean, for both of you, obviously, you were working when you had young kids. So, what's that been like?
3: Well, Mum, for you, I don't know how my mum did it. She was a single mum that took me around to every film set and I remember sleeping in, like, boxes and being backstage and that was an incredible experience as a kid. But I now being a parent myself, I absolutely don't know how she, she handled that and managed to have such a huge career and work so hard and have a toddler um, coming around with her with no help or support. It's It's quite... Amazing and all power to you, Mum. Because <laughs> I've got all the support in the world, and I, I find myself just, you know, struggling to get a self tape done because I'm trying to match up to kids' naps and.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a generational out. thing, though, because I mean, Mum carted me around a lot to like suppliers and things like that. I mean, I, you know, Mum did have help, and and Dad was around, of course, but. I was like, how on earth did you take me to a fabric shop? Like I wouldn't even <laughs> dream of bringing my boys, unless they were babies, like really little babies, to a fabric shop. They would run amok. So I I, I don't know if it's a generational thing. Because Jordana was a very well-behaved baby. Very well-behaved. <laughs> They're a very well-behaved child. <laughs>
2: And I think, you know, um, and I don't mean to sound sexist about this, but if I took Dylan to rehearsals, that would be very different to taking Sophie to rehearsals. I mean, Dylan is a lightning strike. Mm, Yeah. Um, Oh, my son, yes. yes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Sophie was one of those kids who would sit in a corner with a book for hours. Mm, Yeah. Um, Mm. Dylan's just this wonderful bolt of energy and maybe
0: it's a boy-girl thing. Could be. Maybe.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've seen with some that,
0: wild girls, but yes, it doesn't happen as often yeah. Um, yeah. in toddlerhood. But I think it could also be a, just a personality thing that sometimes yeah. you just, yeah, you know, you have to sit and that's it. Yeah, yeah.
3: My, my children definitely don't know how to do that. Yeah, and,
1: <laughs> and
0: same with Jordana's. They absolutely uh-huh. do not I'll never Oh, f- unless there's tv I mean oh, yeah there's like yeah. no like they won't move yes they don't I could yeah. walk out of the house so they wouldn't know yeah. they'd be fine as long yes. as the tv yeah. kept working bye yes. see you <laughs> it's fine
3: watched, I watched a lot of and I think I'm okay so every time I'm feeling guilty about how much screen time my toddler has and like you know what I turned yeah. out okay yeah <laughs> Exactly, exactly.
1: Exactly. And can I ask you, Wendy, um, how different was it working in TV versus theatre for you?
2: Television and film is like the smallest audience. It's like playing to one person. So, And then once you get into the theatre, it's much more physical. So always remember when you're in a really big theatre that there's someone sitting in like L36, which is, you know, 26 rows back, so they want to see what you're going through as well. So you can be much more physical in a theatre and it's wonderful. Um, And that's what I really learned working with Shannon. She's an amazing director on on The Ropes is how you can really, really bring it in and almost do nothing and the camera will read it. Because you Mm. forget that because I'd done like two years of theatre and then went on to a television series and she was going, no, no, pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. It was really lovely. To go, oh yeah, I don't have to work quite <laughs> as hard because I'm mm. not in the York Theatre with 788 people. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's it's that difference between playing as if there's just one person
1: there. Mm. Sophie, have you actually done theatre as well, or is Better that Peter.
3: I have, I have. I've done yeah. not as much, nowhere near as much theatre as Mum, but um, I've done a few plays in the last few years and. Um, And I've absolutely, I love working in theatre. It's such a different beast to television because television moves so quickly and my experience of being on a series that was a recurring series was you never knew where it was going. You didn't know what was going to happen to your character. You would find out at the table read when they would give you.
0: So crazy. um, pink pages mm. and
3: saying, okay, this week you're doing this and you sit there going, What? <laughs> what? Mm. Like I had no idea. And it, which is wonderful because you're finding out the story just a little bit ahead of the audience. Mm. But with a play or a film script, you've got a beginning, a middle and an end. You've got an art for your character. You know where you have to start and where you have to end up and you can really pitch the journey that way. But um I just I think what I love so much about theatre is you really get to work on a character and work on a piece and fine tune it. And it it's never the same. No two performances are the same, and you get to try it again and again and again. Sometimes eight shows a week, and it's you're doing the same script, and it's never the same. And every night feels so different, and every performance you find something new, and it's so beautiful to get to. The, like you know, week four and your last performance, and you make a new discovery, and you go, "Wow, where was that four weeks ago?" Or I never connected that thought, and it's it's amazing. I find it so exciting and it's also terrifying because performing to a live audience anything can happen yes
0: oh yeah no that I mean it's yeah it's so funny because when everyone's like oh you're doing a podcast and you know oh how's that gonna feel I was like well no it's recorded and then edited (laughs) and so nothing it's not live nothing really can go wrong (laughs) and if it does it can be taken out so there's like you know it's not that there are no consequences but you know it's it's a lot more Relaxing when you know that you've got, and, and probably maybe also with TV, you've got a second chance. Um, you don't want to do it a hundred times, obviously, but you've got a second chance, yeah. and so yeah, it probably it's it would be. I can imagine a and, huge yeah. motivation and you know driver to be on stage live with an audience.
3: Absolutely, and I think also with television, you've got hundreds of people whose job it is to make you look good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't you don't really have to work that hard. Like there's a lot of people trying really, really hard to make you look good. And in theatre you're you're really it's you. And, yes. I mean you've got the other cast and you've got the director and you've got the writing, which is all you have to do is be true to the writing. Um, but you're on your own and you've kind of gotta take care of yourself and 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 work really, really hard.
0: <laughs> and I think obviously when you've had your kids did you go to your mum and say, like, what? What should I? How can I do this? I mean, your mum brought brought you with, but what did you want to do with your kids? How did you? How did you juggle it?
3: I think. Well, I started. I think I did my first audition when my baby was twelve days old, wow. and that was a really bizarre experience um to leave him at home and you know be kind of like lactating (laughs) scared that you're gonna spring a leak on camera and um kind of feeling like your heart's outside of your body that was terrifying but and then I remember I did a photo shoot which was just so full-on three weeks after he was born um for a project they were trying to get off the ground and it was just I think i kind of got really scared um going this is terrifying like how do you do this there's mm-hmm. suddenly this little person that doesn't just go along for the ride that isn't just working around your schedule or the film schedule anymore and I always look at um Teresa Palmer is my big inspiration because she's got four children and uh, pregnant
0: again I know I and can't even always <laughs> posting photos
3: breastfeeding on set and her baby's in a carrier in between takes and I'm thinking like that's that's the dream, if you can work with a production that will bring your, like allow you to bring your children to set. And sure, allow, it's different. It's amazing. I think it would be, I haven't actually been challenged in the experience yet of having to leave my kids behind and go on a big shoot or, um, you know, I've been very lucky in the sense that I haven't had to make that choice yet. I've only done little bits and pieces since having my kids and I'd love to get back to work and every time I do an audition, I think, oh, could I actually do this job? Could I actually leave my kids, you know, in the care of someone else five days a week because that would be the commitment. Mm. Or if you're doing a a, a theatre show, are you going to be able to leave them every night? Yeah. Um, So it's it's a big choice to make and mum's always been the most supportive of me getting back to work Um, but at the same time it's it's, every time I don't get something I'm actually really
1: relieved.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, look, it is hard. I think in this day and age there's there's a lot more, pressure I don't know I mean we're talking about it yesterday there's a lot more pressure to sort of do everything and be everything all at the one time and I think it's really hard you know even just committing to whether it's a desk job or you're on set to have that switch off if your kids are there I don't know how you could switch off like that would just be such a challenge so Mm -hmm. you know if, if you sort of find the time to you know make the commitment and I'm sure it's project dependent you'll find something that mm. you know you'll you'll want
3: absolutely and the good thing about um most theater or tv projects is they're generally quite short they're little short jobs maybe for a couple of months or a couple of weeks so it, it would be more doable that way
0: i think mm. you've been on mum's currently watching one, of, one amazing of ones, Grace. amazing grace Yeah, she loves that one
1: Grace. Oh, oh, I love. I'm I'm, sure I, I shot sure that at weeks pregnant, and they were terrified I was really going to go into labour. Oh my <laughs> gosh, God. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, uh, look, I've loved uh, Australian TV. Australian I've grown TV's up. Very I'm good. Good. Uh, Wendy. You, you and I are at the same age, actually, so same era. And mm, mm. you know, it's just been wonderful seeing you know Australian shows and how successful and long lasting they've become.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I know it's terrific. It's a very,
2: very vibrant industry, and um, and and also, you know, all all power to our crews because Australian crews are revered all over the world because they they can do. You know, they they just every Australian crew is yeah we can do that we can do that. You know, it's just it's a really interesting attitude.
1: Isn't that wonderful? That you, That's great.
0: Oh, it's
2: great. And you know, and it's that it's very collaborative.
0: And Sophie, what if one day? your kids turn around and say, I want to act. What uh, are you gonna say? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, really? Oh really?
3: <laughs> um, of course I want them to follow their passions and you know it's, it's it's weird. I'm learning how to be like I have no idea what I'm doing. But anything that my kids and you know, anything that Dylan shows interest in, I immediately want to, you know, buy him everything that goes together oh, yes. with that or like throw him in into that activity with with all, everything that I've got in my power because I just want him to follow something that he's passionate about. Um, so How old is he?
0: How old is he? two and a half. Is he into dinosaurs yet? There's like a... It's oh, like, my God. Yeah. Oh.
3: Dinosaurs
0: and yeah, there's cars. Like, yeah, <laughs> dinosaurs and cars. Exactly. Yeah. My boy is exactly. exactly... He's,
3: he's amazing. He can say he knows Parasaurolophus and Brachiosaurus. I know. And he
1: knows every dinosaur. Yeah, same with Jordana's
0: son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cooper was <laughs> really teaching us and, and also all the different construction vehicles because yes. I had a mother's yeah. group with... Only girls, and so obviously they had no idea, and they'd be <laughs> like, "Oh, that's a truck," and he's like, "No, that's a cement mixer," <laughs> and they're yeah. like, "So sorry, so sorry," I mean, and I, it's just fascinating. It's so
3: amazing because I don't feel like I influenced that. No, I didn't buy him the toys. Um, he came to that on his own. All of a sudden, it's like, "Mummy, there's a you know, there's a crane. Look at that. You know, look at that dump truck. Look at the, it's." And then with the dinosaurs, it's just like. He gravitates towards those books, he gravitates towards those shows and he just is so invested in it. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, Cooper, we never really sort of did any sort of gender sort of bias toys. I was also, I tried to keep it very monochrome, um, much yep. to most people's horror, <laughs> and he hadn't, a mini Cooper in his room, you know, obviously just because of the name yeah. and all that sort of thing. But yeah, he just gravitated towards it. And I was just like, well, if that's what he wants, I'm, I, you know, I'm yeah. not going to deny him, you know, the things that he loves. And it's just, it's fascinating. He used to wake up from nap saying, truck. truck. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they they love what they yeah. love.
3: But I think, I think I would want both of my kids to just do whatever makes them happy, really.
1: Yeah. Very important, but they could follow in there. Grandmother's and mother's footsteps, I guess. You have to, I suppose, wait and see.
3: Yeah. yeah the only yeah. reason I would say not to is because it is, it's a very, there's, there's a lot of heartbreak that mm. goes with all the joy of performing. And it's a very tough industry. And it, it, there's not a lot of work and there's a lot of downtime. Um, but the, you know, the, the highs are so worth it. Mm. That when you get to perform and when you're working, it's just the best dealing in the world, no. but you have to be prepared for all of the stuff They're and not. the waiting and the rejection that goes with it as well.
1: Well, I might just ask you, Wendy, what special advice have you given to Sophie to kind of see her through her life because obviously you must be very proud of her and she's developed into a wonderful actress, a wonderful mother, a wonderful daughter.
2: Look, it's just really to be true to yourself and just be the the best version of yourself you can be. There's going to be days where you actually don't feel like getting out of bed. (laughs) So just, you know, just honour that and just go, oh, gosh, today is just not the day Mm. because this will pass. You know, I don't think we can be perfect. And I really fear, you know, I just I used to fear that saying that girls can do anything, I think. Yes, that's lovely. That, oh. But um, Sophie was very lucky. Oh, there he is. Oh, what a beautiful <laughs> at, um, baby. At Kambala. <clears throat> and those neat gorgeous. Because oh. at, Cam- at Kambala, they, um, it wasn't that girls could do anything, but you could be the best version of yourself. That's nice. And I that was, that was more realistic. I mean, I think it's wonderful. Girls can do anything is great. But sometimes you just, you just come up against obstacles that sometimes are just too much to get over and... Uh, and I don't want her to feel that sense of disappointment. You know what I mean? When you just go, well, no, maybe I'm not going into space this year. <laughs> you know, it's that thing. Yes, girls can. It's just that thing of, can we make it a level playing field? That would be great.
0: Um, that's a good start.
2: Yeah, and just yeah. yeah to be just to be the best version of yourself. Lovely. But,
0: yeah, really. And since we've got a little visitor, we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> fit, Hello. very sweet. We'll we'll wrap it up with our um lightning round questions, which is all about called all about us. Um so we'll kick it off and um you each get to answer. So Mum, you can take it away. Uh one word to describe
1: your relationship when you were a teen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's good her ringtone was the Darth Vader march for me
0: oh wow (laughs) that says it all that says it all I mean that how did you how did you navigate through that because we we actually we spoke to a psychologist and and I mean I've was a very good teen to mom so we we didn't really like we don't have that experience so how did you get through obviously because you have a great relationship now I
3: think it was I think it just it was time and me maturing I think um because yeah we're much, much better friends now we were in high school I think I just gave mum a really hard time <laughs> um and I, I'm a lot more agreeable now
2: <laughs> oh no that's not true I mean you know it is, it, Sophie Sophie was not a wild child in any way shape or form Mm-mm. um it's just you know, it was just just wanting her to be safe. You know, it's a mm. dangerous world. Mm. It's and I think
3: that thing of, I thought I was quite invincible. She um, did. So <laughs> yeah. I think it was that was that was the thing that we came up against a lot. And I think also me becoming independent and once I left school and maturing a bit, I think our relationship um, became so much better.
0: Lovely. Um. So one word to describe your relationship after having kids. Mm amazing yeah
2: <laughs> um um completely fulfilling oh that's two
1: words
0: no, that's, all right. um, that's, that's okay, okay. <laughs> yeah we don't mind two words yeah two words all
1: right <laughs> uh, what characteristics do you think she has of you integrity
3: That's nice. um, and me yes. yeah Um. good sense of humor
0: so you do need to write a comedy
2: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely
0: um what's been the most memorable moment in your relationship
2: the wedding was pretty good Yeah, yeah
1: the
3: wedding was amazing wedding was, uh, <laughs> that's a good
0: one <laughs> it's a good
3: one special time that was incredible
2: yeah it was such a great day it was just everything that could possibly go wrong didn't go wrong but could have yes. like there was a thunderstorm mm-hmm. behind us in Byron that just threatened the entire time that we got, you know, we you married, got through they were it. married on the hill just, just at um, uh, Elements, so right on the beach, and we just went any minute it's just going to, this thunderstorm is heading straight towards us, and it didn't. So it, the whole day was kind of like that. It was Magical. incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was great. Who gives the best advice?
3: I'll
2: be Definitely you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's nice. She agrees. I can see that.
2: I think it's mutual. No, no, I do think it's mutual. You know, I I ask Sophie about really important stuff. Um, you know, it just she has a good perspective. You know, she's got a very grounded perspective. Oh, thanks, Mum. Yeah. yeah.
0: If is there a time in your life you wish you could relive? Not change, just go back to and relive.
3: I don't know if I would want to relive any time because it's it's each memory brings something so important to who you are and your life and has shaped you in a way. And I mean, I don't. Regret anything, but I have very fond memories of growing up and being a child. But I don't know if I would want to go back and do it again.
2: <laughs> I just want to have that week in New Zealand again. Yes, that was, that was a good
3: week. That was a good, it week.
2: Was a good week. That was fun. That's really we stayed nice. in a haunted house, so that was hilarious. Oh, well, not hilarious, but it was
0: terrifying. <laughs> it was yeah, terrifying. Maybe <laughs> Sophie doesn't want to relive that one. It was awful. No, it was,
2: it was actually quite awful, but it was funny. It was funny awful.
1: <laughs> and uh, we're getting to the end of it, but how many times a day do you call each other? <gasps> oh. A lot, obviously. A lot, a lot. a lot.
2: It depends.
1: It depends. I try not to call as much because I know. She's
2: busy. Um, well, just with the babies, yeah. you know. like yeah. and, and Harley has this sixth sense that every time I call, he screams. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no we, we speak multiple times per day, and we still text good night every night. Oh, that's, that's lovely. So
1: nice. Oh, that's very special. Yeah. So
2: well, I s- would think, why would you not want to say goodnight to your child?
1: Yeah, that's really lovely. So obviously, is it mutual who calls the most, or it's oh, mutual? I call the most? Okay.
2: <laughs> so, so so busy. I mean, I you know I I feel I'm a bit of an empty nester syndrome at the moment. Just go.
0: What can I do? <laughs>
2: uh, who's- can I do some? Can I, I'll just pop down. But it's nice. It's, I love that. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah.
0: No, having having grandparents around is is the best. Never it's say amazing. no.
3: No, it's changed. I think that's also changed our relationship as, as well. Like You know, in high school you're always trying to get away, not get away from your parents, but do your own thing and mm. be independent. I just want to be with my friends. I just want to go out with my friends. And I think since having children, you so appreciate family time and you appreciate the grandparents being around, not only as another set of hands, but seeing how much Dylan loves his grandparents Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. and he sees them and he lights up and he's so excited and he's genuinely happy to hang out with them. It's just changes your perspective of that parental, you know, mother daughter relationship yeah. that it's, you know I, i'm trying to be independent it's like no this is so beautiful that now we get to do this all together and <laughs> and and have that and it's i didn't get to grow up around my grandparents so this is it's really amazing for me to see grandparents being involved with my kids
0: that's lovely <laughs> nice the okay. so nice. uh, as
1: late, i was late, say r- yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll wrap it up because someone someone wants more attention than us so i understand i understand <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> thank <with> you <laughs> thank you so much it's
1: been an absolute oh pleasure and delight to yeah. hear your relationship and speak to you both it's so lovely to meet you both that's yeah. very nice thank you so much
0: thank you
2: thank you thanks for your time bye. bye
0: thank you so much for listening to this week's episode if you have a mother and daughter story that you would like to share send us a dm on instagram at mothers and daughters pod If you loved this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a new episode. Spread the love and share the podcast with your mum or sister or friend. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. See you next week and don't forget to call your mum.